Hello and welcome to Call Out's Am I Burnt Out, a podcast discussing stress management, burnout prevention and burnout recovery, and ultimately how can we just get back to loving what we do, including for some people, ministry and being a pastor and working and volunteering in a religious organisation. I'm David. As always, please note this is general advice and is not exhaustive for every individual situation. You should seek help from a qualified professional as soon as any causes of stress or symptoms begin to feel more than you're able to handle on your own. Now, today we're talking about an area or a profession in which there is a lot of chance of stress and burnout being experienced, and that is the area of people working or working around clergy. So this includes people who are pastors, ministers, or even volunteers. Uh, it, It really includes people who are serving in some capacity where they're aiming to shepherd the spiritual lives of others. Now, Before uh, you turn it off, if you're not in a religious organization, this episode will still give you some insights into how burnout can affect us all. And there will certainly be some nuggets of information in there that I'm sure you will see can be applied to your situation, even if you are not working in the clergy. Now, I'm not a pastor myself. I've never worked uh, as a pastor uh, or in ministry. I've only volunteered in the past. And so for this episode, I've certainly made sure to consult with several pastors and ministry leaders to make sure this content can be as relevant and practical as possible. So let's start, though, by talking about the unique-ish situation of being a pastor and in ministry. I say unique-ish because many of these things can be applied to uh, different sectors, different industries, and people working in different careers. But this list here that I'm going to go through really um, is things that came up very often as stressors for pastors and in ministry. Like pastors are held in high regard and they often have a lot of high expectations put on them. And this often comes from people whom the pastors or ministry are serving. So that could be the congregation. And it's uh, often people can have misaligned expectations of pastors' resources. Uh, one One pastor that I talked to put it that some people think that they are a theological vending machine and just have all the answers available and are available to be contacted anytime, any place to answer those questions. In line with that, people uh, sometimes assume that pastors are good spiritually um, and one pastor suggested that that can feed into the ego of the pastor, that the pastor can like to be seen as being perfectly good spiritually, and this can drive them to put pressures on themselves as well. Now, this pressure can mean that pastors can feel like everything they say needs to have more weight. They feel they need to always be on. And this can lead to uh, some fears of vulnerability, to saying things that reveal that they are, in fact, a broken person. As I said, needing to always be available is another uh, stressor which was mentioned by a number of pastors and this can lead to a lack of rest. And one pastor also pointed out that this meant that uh, it could feed, uh, sorry, not feed into family time. That family time uh, could get eroded by needing to attend to ministry duties. 
Another thing uh, that pastors often need to do is actually respond to many situations of crisis, grief, and uh, that can involve exposure to traumatic materials or stories. But another unique factor for pastors and ministries is that they often have to deal with a lot of spiritual questioning. So this can be other people questioning aspects of their faith, of uh, the religion, and this can even lead to the uh, pastor having self-doubt about what they believe and their own, once again, state of their um, spiritual lives. Now, all of this can be quite isolating for pastors, and this is, once again, due to high expectations and sometimes loneliness. A lot of pastors and uh, work in small congregations where they don't have connections with other pastors, um, and yet this can mean it's very hard to find someone to talk about these uh, issues with. Now, probably less unique for pastors in a ministry, but they are, this sector is one that is dealing with people. This is a people business. Pastors and those in ministry are often with people all day, giving all day, and this can lead to uh, social exhaustion, mental exhaustion, emotional exhaustion. And once again, at the end of the day, this can mean that pastors aren't able to uh, focus on their families and um, get any uh, rest, really, that a family can bring. And finally, a really unique situation for pastors and in ministry can be the idea of spiritual guilt, that they, either through themselves or other people, or even putting pressures on other people, there's this idea that everything being for God in a Christian community, especially, Needs, means that everyone needs to push themselves to the absolute maximum and use as many resources as they can. Um, and they feel guilty if they don't because uh, <laughs> this saying can go, well, this is for God, so you need to put in the effort. So as I've said, that's a lot of different um, stressors that can lead to stress and burnout for pastors and in ministry. Now, these stressors can lead to signs and symptoms, including, as I already mentioned, exhaustion, whether that be mental, physical, and emotional. It can also lead to a lack of enthusiasm for their ministry. They might not see the value in what they do anymore. In some cases, this can lead to lowered patience towards people in their congregation, especially those who do demand more resources. When I say resources, that may be the time of the pastor or the focus of the pastor. And then the pastor can even question their own abilities to actually deal with these varied situations that different people bring and uh, even the business side of running a church, the finance side. And yeah, and then there can be real cynicism that these things will change, that these stressful situations, these pressures will change in the near future. Another symptom can be increased stress and tension with other people. So this can be from, as I mentioned, not having patience towards people who demand resources of the pastor. And it can just be being cynical about people just wanting to use the pastor, once again, as a theological vending machine. So another symptom is this can all lead to self-doubt. Uh, we all, no matter what we, where we work, can often judge ourselves for not being at some set expectation of being able to handle situations. And this can be very problematic when this is the often self-set expectation for pastors that they need to be able to handle all these stressors that are thrown at them. And as mentioned, this can lead even to a crisis of faith of, 
is this really what God wants me to do? Um, am I doing something incorrectly here and not knowing how to solve it? So that's a pretty bleak list. Unfortunately, it's a very real list from talking to pastors, a very prevalent list of different stressors. Um, and so what can we do about it? What can pastors and ministry leaders do about it? Um, here are some recommendations for overcoming and preventing pastoral burnout. The first one is seek mutual support from other pastors and colleagues. It may be really helpful to actually get support from others who are not in the same church, even in the not, not the same denomination. Stress and burnout is not a denominational issue. It is actually a, a ministry issue, which can be felt across denominations. Additionally, seek support from a trained mental health professional if you feel you're handling too much. Now, I want to talk about the stigma from getting help from secular resources like counsellors. There are many practical strategies that are known to help stress and burnout that are very much not contradictory to the teachings of the Bible. So yes, use discernment, but even secular counsellors can offer wisdom of stress and burnout prevention strategies. I'd suggest doing it in tandem with Christian mentorship, that way you can have other people helping you with your burdens, both practical and spiritual. Another important intervention mentioned by a number of pastors is increasing fam familial connection and support, making sure that you're able to carve out time to spend time with your family and get rest and renewal that way. Some other really practical suggestions which are not necessarily unique to being a pastor in ministry are to establish boundaries. You need to make sure that you have really solid work-life balances and set aside time for rest. That might mean you need to turn off your phone from other people contacting you. And to some pastors, that seems like a ridiculous notion because the congregation should be able to contact them at any time. I don't think that is necessarily true. And if your congregation does feel it's true or there's any other boundaries that they feel is uh, shouldn't be there, that's when you need to establish realistic expectations on your resources, both with yourself and your congregation. So that might mean you need to actually educate your congregation on what boundaries are appropriate to allow you to have rest, seek rest, uh, seek recovery during especially stressful periods and just in general throughout the week. Another important intervention is to delegate tasks where possible. A pastor or a ministry leader only has a certain number of resources available and I can guarantee there's more tasks to do in the church than that single person can actually handle. So delegating tasks where possible to other volunteers, other staff members where available if there's an eldership in place uh, or other pastors. Not only that, but it's also important that um, a staff on a church, uh, elders, pastors, they actually support and care for one another uh, on the spiritual side, on the mental health side, on the stress side, in addition to the business side. I heard from another number of pastors that um, the business side can often uh, get prioritized over the personal lives of the staff. And it's really important to make sure that that is in check. Now, a number of pastors gave some interventions that, as I'm sure they'll agree, can be a great intervention for anyone in relationship with God. And that is to seek comfort and find rest in the Lord. The Bible encourages us to trust in God's guidance, not our own, find rest, and remember that our earthly trials are temporary compared to the eternal joy and peace promised by God. 
The Bible doesn't ask that pastors burn themselves out or carry more than they can. It suggests we turn to God. Uh, for example, Matthew eleven twenty eight to 30. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And then there's also 1 Peter 5 verse 7. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Now, two other aspects for churches in this context is also, once again, helping to educate the congregation to see that pastors and ministry leaders are flawed, not perfect. They need the gospel as much as anyone else does. This is not to say that pastors, uh, the expectations of a pastor's shouldn't be maybe a little bit higher than those in the congregation, but still it's important to see um, that even pastors, believe it or not, might have their own internal spiritual contributors to stress. Pastors might need to seek the help of a trusted friend or mentor to actually identify these um, because there may be many different causes of stress, such as a pastor's um, need for power, their need for success, and those things like that. So thank you for listening today. Plug at the end again, my book, How Burnout Stops, A Practical Guide to Stress Management, Burnout Prevention and Burnout Recovery is available as an ebook uh, from all ebook retailers and as a paperback from nearly everywhere you can find a paperback. You can find the links uh, in the description or at coolout.co. Although it doesn't focus on the unique nuances of being a pastor or in ministry, I do hope that there will be many nuggets of helpful information and strategies in the book for people currently experiencing stress and burnout and for people, maybe even members of a congregation, who are wanting to help others recover from and prevent future stress and burnout. If you go to coolout.co, you'll see more of what we do, find a newsletter subscription, uh, you can stay up to date with everything we're doing. We're currently working on an online course, which we're going to be getting out very soon. So that's going to be really exciting. Have a good rest of your day.